And it's one of the things that I hear people opining about the most or not complaining, but questioning or like that's the challenge that comes up for them next is I'm not getting in front of people. I'm not getting in front of enough people. I don't know where my people are. I don't know how to invite them to things, how to get them to take the next step. I feel like on these platforms that I'm showing up on, I'm being drowned out. I'm not getting the results that I want over there. You're listening to the Content Coffee Break podcast brought to you by Your Content Empire. I am your host, Haley Dale. Join me and my sometimes unexpected guests as we go behind the scenes on the strategies and systems that are working right now for online businesses wanting to grow and scale your business using content. If you have a topic or a question that you'd like to discuss, send me a DM over at Your Content Empire on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. And if you enjoy the show, please raise review and subscribe wherever you get your daily dose of podcast inspiration. It makes a big, big difference and it means the world to me. Welcome back to the Content Coffee Break podcast. I am so excited to have you here and for this topic today, which is how to get in front of 500 plus new people every month using content. Um, for the first time ever, I'm recording this a little bit late because I wanted to make sure that I was recording it after our Ease workshop, which I hosted last week. We had about 300 people signed up between the live and the replay, and it was just magical. So setting the intention right now for 2024, I am making more space and more time for live teaching and workshops um, because I just love getting to see like these tools that I usually reserve for one-on-one clients and for more intimate coaching containers in the hands and in the brains of so many different business owners and so many different niches with so many different business models. It's really, really cool to see how this can be tailored to so many different circumstances and so many different um, applications. And it also kicked off the enrollment for Your Content, Your Empire Live, which is based around this Ease content framework as well. Um, And with that, this is my seventh time running this live. I run this program. It's one of my three signature programs. Um, It's the one that I recommend people take second. Um, I recommend they do the Profitable Funnel Sprint first to give their content a purpose and have the automated sales system and welcome system, welcome automation set up. Um, And then this, they're ready for traffic. And then at the end, turn it into the minimalist content system. And this is my baby. This was the very first program that kicked everything off, your content, your empire. And I've been running this, like I said, once a year live for almost seven years now. This will be the seventh time. And I'm excited to have people in there. And it's all geared towards getting like 500 plus new people in front of them every single month using content because what I find after people set up their funnels the next problem they have like the first thing we do when we like review a funnel that's already set up is we give it the TLC treatment. So we look at the traffic leads conversions. Is it a traffic problem, a leads problem, a conversion problem? And usually what we find if you followed our methodology to build like a super high converting funnel that nurtures leads the right way, that it then becomes a traffic problem. How do I get more people into this funnel every single month in order to support my revenue goals and my sales targets for the month. And like that 500 number can be more, it can be less. It really depends on your business model. Um, But that usually is like the second problem that you're tackling in your business. And then the final thing before I dive into the content for this episode is an update on our contest that I ran to celebrate the launch of this new show, um, giving away one of those signature 
different programs. Um, I wasn't able to announce this in the previous episodes because it was recorded a few couple weeks ago before um, the contest officially closed, but I'm excited to announce that Beck McFarland from Pop Your Business is our winner for our giveaway. So, um, so excited to get to announce that. I need a little drum roll here. Um, but let's get down to how to get in front of 500 plus new people every month using content. The best place to start is to revisit the stuff we've been talking about for the previous few episodes, because this episode and this topic is really a culmination of everything that we've been building up to Ease Content Framework related. So to recap just quickly, the Ease Content Strategy Framework, if you're not familiar, if you're just dropping into this episode, I would recommend you go and listen to the earlier ones. But it's basically a way of simplifying your content. So instead of like trying to show up in all the places and do all the strategies, at once, we're making sure you have a balanced strategy. And that's by making sure you have one of each of these types of content or types of platforms or types of strategy in place for your business. So we have something for educating and establishing expertise. Usually that will be your blog. We have some way of attracting new audiences and getting in front of new eyeballs with your content, with your messaging, with your offers free and paid. And then we have our sales strategy. So that could be that could look like an evergreen sales funnel that could look like quarterly launches. It could look like paid workshops. It could be a number of things. And then our final E is our engagement platform. So that would be places where we are having two-way conversations. We're still posting content as a way of giving the discussions and the conversations and setting the theme or setting, um, I think of it like when you're at a dinner party, which I've never used these, but I've, I've seen them at like cafes and stuff where they have those like dinner party topic cards. So it's kind of like that you're posting and thinking about um, that platform. So that could be like Instagram, that could be Facebook groups, anywhere where you're getting in front of the algorithm is set up to get you in front of the people who are already following you, who are already in your orbit um, generally versus the attraction platform, which is this platform set up to get me in front of new people or just the people who are following me, in which case it might be worth reconsidering that as an attraction platform. And then in our previous episode or episode two, we talked about like creating a balanced strategy. So episode one was you don't need to be everywhere. (laughs) Episode two was if you don't have to be everywhere, well, where do you actually have to be and how to create a balanced strategy to make sure you have one of each of these things? Because, you know, if one's missing, your strategy isn't really working, right? So you are not growing your audience and not replacing the people who have maybe like interest out. <laughs> they've they've had that attrition. They're not no longer interested in your services or your products. Um, then we talked about in the final, the previous episode was a light version of what I covered in the workshop, which was how to map out your ease content strategy and how to make those decisions about what platforms you're going to show up on. And so after I hosted that workshop, and maybe they saw it on the sales pages, like this is what the program is about. That was the next question. Okay, well, I have this mapped out. But how do I connect this to how do I tie this back to the goals that I have for my content and make sure that the strategy is actually working because any strategy we want it to be measurable. And really with any business, obviously, you have to give a purpose to that content, you have to give a purpose to that marketing. And I think that's really by having an automated sales funnel or sales system in place. But after that, the importance becomes getting in front of the right people at the right time. Leads are really the lifeblood of any online business. And it's one of the things that I hear people 
opining about the most or not complaining, but questioning or like that's the challenge that comes up for them next is I'm not getting in front of people. I'm not getting in front of enough people. I don't know where my people are. I don't know how to invite them to things, how to get them to take the next step. I feel like on these platforms that I'm showing up on, I'm being drowned out. I'm not getting the results that I want over there. And so that is A, the aim of your content, your empire, but it's also the topic of this episode. And really the first step prerequisite, let's get down to the nitty gritty here. But the first step is really to figure out how many people you need. What is your goal? So maybe like the title of this episode, it is to reach 500 new people every single month. Maybe it's more than that. Maybe it's less than that. The point here, there's a couple of ways to do this. So number one, tailor the goal to your business model. If you are in the business of selling small little digital products, and in order to reach your monthly sales goal, you need to make pretty big number of sales, the people that you're going to be needing to bring in to your orbit is going to be higher than somebody who is selling a coaching package or selling a service package that has a bit of a higher ticket associated with it. And so based on the business model you're in, that's going to inform how many people, how many leads you need to be bringing in, how many sales you need to be bringing in. And so that brings me to my next point, which is really when you're deciding what this number is. And this is one of the things that we do in your content, your empire is we build build out your projection model, right? So based on your sales goal, how many sales of individual products at the average price point do you need to be making? And then we take one step back, we reverse engineer it. So we take it one step back. Okay, we know we need 10 sales. Well, then based on industry averages for conversion rates or based on our own averages that we have and estimates based on past experience and past performance, how many leads do we need in order to hit those sales goals with those conversion rates in place? And then we take it one step back even further. Okay, well, based on the opt-in page conversion rate or the free offer conversion rate of getting people into my funnel, how much traffic do I need seeing that free offer to enter the top of that funnel? Even enter that launch right through my launch freebie. So depending on what that is. And so we want to make sure we are not just like choosing a number out of nowhere, but we are really anchoring it in the real data and building out these projection models. And then once you, so that's why like it's essential to figure out how many people you actually need. You can also, if you're focused on growth, you can also start by how many people am I currently get getting to those offers, those free offers? How many leads is that turning into and how many sales is that turning into? And then build out that projection model if you want. If you don't have that data, like just how many people, how much traffic am I getting to this opt-in page? And so what is my little stretch goal here? So a couple of different ways to do it. And what I find is that when people do this projection model, they usually have a little bit of a minor meltdown after that and being like, how am I going to reach all of these people? And that is the question we're answering today. I'm going to go through the three most common ways to the tactics and the strategies to reach this goal, whatever it is for you, whatever that number is, which is why it's a prerequisite or step zero, if you will, is figuring out what that number is. Is it 500? Is it more than 500? Is it less than 500? Whatever that number is. So I'm going to go through the three most common strategies of hitting that number 
But more importantly, I'm going to go through, I'm going to bring it back to the systems as I always do. And it's specifically the system that we cover in your content, your empire, but this is going to be integral to reaching that number and making it far, far easier to reach that number is the system and how you layer these different strategies and what you and how you layer them without losing your mind, because you have too much on the go, right? How do we simplify it at the end of the day? always bringing it back to systems. So let's go through the three most common ways, the three most common tactics of like hitting traffic numbers. Option one, and this is the obvious answer, is paid ads. So this would be your Facebook ads or Instagram ads, which are my like top if I had to rank them. And then depending on your niche, depending on if you're in a super, super niche or you have something that is leans into search intent and you really have your keywords optimized, Google ads could be another great one. And one of my favorites is promoted pins that work with, if you're using Pinterest anyways, if your stuff is super evergreen, Promoted pins are another really, really great way to go. So when it comes to paid ads, the secret of how they work is that at the end of the day, you can distill your numbers down into the numbers, right? So you could basically turn it into a machine by distilling it down to the numbers. I put this amount in, much money in, and it turns into this much traffic, this many leads, this amount of sales and this number of sales. I also want to know my cost per lead or my cost per click and then work it down to your cost per lead and then your earnings per lead and the difference between your cost per lead and your earnings per lead number, that's all upside, that's all profit. And so when we distill it down, it's, you start to see how it's really, once you figure out those numbers and you optimize for earnings per lead, cost per lead and conversion rate, it is like infinitely <laughs> scalable as long as you can find the audience there. And the audience is huge over there, right? Millions and millions and millions of people. So that's why they work. Now, in terms of reasons why they might not work or reasons why, better yet, you might not want to jump here first is because it does require, in most cases, for you to have that sales system figured out, for you to have the automated sales system figured out. So that way you're not just like, dumping money right on nothing and just spending a ton of money and not seeing the return from that investment so you really want to make sure that you have a strong performing sales system and an offer that works and so with that you may want to use some of the other options of driving traffic first so that you can figure out your numbers so you can have an opportunity to optimize before you jump in to paid traffic so my recommendation when it comes to paid ads is like they are a powerful strategy and one that we use all the time for our clients funnels but it's sometimes best to wait until you have some real numbers especially if the funnel is newer that you can start to optimize and tweak things and improve things until you have a projection model that you feel really confident is going to work and you're going to make money from those ads Pardon the quick interruption to the episode because I cannot wait to share with you that your content or empire live is finally open for enrollment. I only run this once a year and not only do you get lifetime access to the content, all the content, all the systems, all the templates that you need to make creating content consistently and getting it in front of 500 plus new people every single month of breeze. The live round also comes with four weeks of coaching, accountability, and feedback as well. Enrollment closes this Sunday. So if you want to learn more and join us for making the rest of 2023, the 
one where you have all of your content systems and momentum in place for 2024, head on over to www.yourcontentempire.com slash forward slash YCYE to learn more. The second option, and this is one that is becoming more and more common, are collaborations, particularly summits and bundles. So let's talk about why they work. Well, let's talk about what they are first. So summit might be you get together with like 30 of your friends or you're invited to participate in the summit and you do either like a 30 minute presentation and they're like bundled like they go over the course of five days or maybe the person hosting the summit does an interview with you and then they are collecting this list like sign up and learn from 30 of these people about x y and z or it could be a little different it could be a micro audio summit that one's becoming more common as well so instead of like 20 times 30 (laughs) 10 hours of presentations it could be like five minutes and really make it manageable and bite size Um, or it could be like a bundle right so someone might reach out to you and ask you to contribute one of your products and then they'll sell it for $97 and someone gets like 20 different products so let's go through why they work obviously from those kinds of opportunities you're getting a lot of signups so you're getting in front of a lot of new eyeballs because usually the requirement for participating in a summit or a bundle is that you're going to send out a few invitation emails or promo emails to your own list and so if everyone who is participating in that summit or bundle are doing that then their people from their audience are going and signing up for that summit going and signing up for that bundle some of the summits are ones that are set up so that only the person hosting gets all the email addresses so that way when people you know join they're not added to 20 different people's lists but some of them will give you the list right that's not good no bad usually if they're not giving you the list they have some kind of opportunity for you to like include in your presentation go and sign up for my free resource that relates to this thing that I have talked about as a way of you building your list So that's why they work, right? Because they're usually curated. Everyone participating is sharing in it and like promoting it to their own list. And so it can be a great way to get in front of other people. Let's talk about like some of the reasons why you might not want to do this. Now, I have had clients who have built their list through bundles specifically or summits. And what we will typically find is like, unless you have a really good kind of welcome sequence, Yeah, unless you are like nailing that welcome sequence, usually what you'll find is people who are on that list who came from that source, they're not there for you yet. They don't care about who you are because they're on 20 different people's lists, right? And so you want to make sure that you are nurturing that relationship and really treating them as like a colder than cold um, new lead or subscriber um, and not like counting your conversion rates like I said the club I've had clients where they had huge Instagram followers they had um, massive amount like from an email list that they built off the back of six consecutive bundles month over month over month so much so that they started running them but when they turned around to launching their own thing the conversion rates were well well below industry standards because they hadn't done that nurturing bit and if you are going to do this my recommendation is like it's a good part of a strategy once in a while Um, but you better nail that welcome sequence you better let them know and educate them and nurture them um, on why they want to be there in the first place and make it about them make it about the problems that you can solve for them but you better nail that welcome sequence 
Option number three, and maybe not the most obvious, like obviously people think of that big bucket of like kind of social media is social media, but particularly what I like to call it is like a social media sprint. And this can be a great place to start if you have a newer funnel or a newest newer sales system, or you're testing out some different offers before you're ready to jump into paid ads. But basically it means like choosing a high visibility platform. So maybe that's TikTok or Instagram Reels or Pinterest, my favorite, especially if you're more evergreen, um, and doing a social sprint, like focus focusing on growing that platform for 90 days, showing up every single day and going overboard, like do more than you think you should on it. Um, But really focusing on that and posting about your content and like posting about your free offers and your paid offers on there, but really making an intentional strategy and a calendar and like showing up every single day for 90 days, including that setup activity. Usually when you are setting up a new platform or like Pinterest or your new profile, there's some work to be done on the back end in terms of optimizing it and setting it up correctly, like your bio and all those things. And so with that, that can be, like I said, a really great way to start. My recommendation is usually to start there and do some kind of like 30 to 90 day sprint um, for a new funnel if you're launching it, because that's a great way for you to get those initial numbers. I also recommend running a testing protocol that I'll do with your existing audience for a new funnel or a new sales system, but I'll do a separate episode on that and how that works. However, I think this is another really, really great place to start for free, um, relatively low hanging fruit there. And then once you run that for 30 to 90 days, have the numbers, build out the projection model with actual numbers in there, then dive into something like paid ads because you'll be able to build out the profit model of that. Regardless of which option you choose, whether one of these three most common and most recent ones, or whether you focus on something else, it really matters what you do afterwards. So what do you do once you get to the end of your chosen focus sprint, whether you've done 90 days, like I recommend ideally, but maybe 30 days if you're really sure this platform or strategy isn't working or what you want slash enjoy. Well, I think the strategy that I recommend is that you either delete, delegate, or systemize. So you come up with the strategy, you systemize to scale, and then you delegate or automate or shrink your input. So what I mean by that is you choose your strategy for 90 days and you focus on this single platform for attraction, single platform for sales or strategy for engagement, and then also for expertise slash education. And then what you do is you focus on that strategy for 90 days, you measure, you take the time that first initial 90 days to systemize, right? You build out your systems for your daily active daily actions on that platform or strategy, your weekly ones, your monthly ones. And then you've also done the setup one-time activities as well to get that strategy or get that platform set up. And then once you get to the end of the 90 days, measure again. Well, I actually recommend measuring at the 30-day points as well. But at the end, you do a deep dive in the measurements and you want to answer that question, is this something that I want to continue with, right? I'm going to do another focus sprint and focusing on this. There's more that I can do. But more often than not, you're thinking about, do I want to 
delegate this to someone else? Do I want to systemize it in a way that I can do it in less time, right? It's something that I can continue to run because it takes a lot more effort and a lot more time to build something up to start with than it does to like maintain it once you've already built it up. And so you could decide I'm going to move on to something else, but I'm going to keep this running because I'm going to shrink my effort there, or I'm going to delegate it. Or on the other hand, you might decide this really didn't work. It really wasn't worth the effort right now. I might revisit it in the future, um, but I'm going to move on to something else. I'm going to delete it, right? And then if you do decide to carry on with it, well, you're, you're leveraging one of the principles that I call like layering these strategies. So even though I tell you to only focus on one attraction or one engagement, once you get through a few focus sprints, you might actually have like two or three attraction platforms that you're running. I've talked about it in one of the earlier episodes, amplification versus focus channels. And so amplification means that that is, we're just using that, we're publishing our content there. We're doing it with very little effort, but we're using it as a way to increase our distribution, to get in front of people who are there because it's easy. We have a system around it. We can automate it largely, and we can use content that we create for another channel over there with some slight like tweaking or tailoring. And this works because of a principle called effective frequency. It increases the number of touch points. So back when effective frequency was there, movie theaters realized people need to see a movie poster 21 times in order to like want to go see that movie. And so that's where the concept of effective frequency came. And like now with today's like interruptions and constant ads and constant like pings and notifications, it's probably more than 21. But the more touch points that you have with someone, the stronger your top of mind with that person for your brand and your particular niche or for your particular solution. So more touch points, the better, even if it takes you some time to build that up. And so if they're following you over on Instagram, over on Pinterest, and they're on your email list, and they're seeing all these touch points on various different platforms, it's easier to hit those numbers than like sending 21 emails about one thing. And so keep that in mind when building your strategy. And so you might have more eventually, but our goal is that you've systemized it in a way that you can carry on with it without diluting your efforts over on your new focus sprint or your focus platforms. Another thing um, to keep in mind here, and it's a strategy I really, really love. It's from a woman called Jeannie Dietrich from P- the PR firm Spin Sucks, and it's called the Peso Model. And I always keep this in mind when building out launch strategies specifically and thinking about our promotion channels um, around this concept of like not putting all your eggs in one basket. So The PESO model stands for paid, earned, shared, and owned. So you want to make sure you're not like, you're not focusing all in on paid or you're not focusing all in on earned. So paid would be, these are your different promotion strategies or platforms. So paid would be paid advertising. It could also be affiliates, um, anything where you're paying for exposure. Then we have earned, right? So that's going to be your free earned, which is going to be like collaborations or PR or media, whether that's mainstream, whether that is showing up on other people's podcasts and showing up in people's Facebook groups and doing some guest teaching, what I call under this umbrella of guesting. Then we have shared, which is going to be your social media. And finally, we have 
have owned, which are the platforms and the channels that you own. So your website and your email list, generally it's going to be those two things. Um, but for the most part, when you're thinking about it, maybe you want to like, as you're like layering on these different platforms, be thinking about, I want something in paid. I want something in earned. I want something in shared. Um, but I want to build up to that. Like I said, with those systems so that I can layer them without feeling like I'm spreading myself too thin, which is the entire point of this ease content method. So high level strategy here, and it's a rinse repeat because the final touch point, the final reminder here is like, know your numbers, right? At the end of the day, we come back to that projection model, which was like our step zero, our prerequisite before you start layering on these different strategies to get to your number. Because it might be the case where like, let's say 500 people was our goal. Like maybe I'm getting 400 from paid ads and I'm getting 100 people from social. Maybe I'm getting 200 from ads. Maybe I'm getting 200 from promoted, like from Pinterest. Maybe I'm getting 100 from podcasts, right? So you can also layer it that way too. And some of these strategies like Pinterest, it'll continue to generate traffic even after, long after you have pinned that pin done strategically. That's why I love Pinterest so much. I think it's a great one to add into your layering. So know your numbers. You're going to constantly, it's almost like a cycle. So you're going to go, you're going to look at your numbers. You're going to figure out how much traffic am I currently getting? How much traffic do I need? What's the updated projection model with the updated number? And then I'm going to choose a traffic focus or an attraction platform focus for 90 days, maybe 30 days. I'm going to run that decide on what my daily actions are, my monthly, my weekly, as well as my setup and one-time projects and activities for that particular platform or that particular strategy. Then I'm going to measure at every 30-day point. And then at the end of 90 days, I'm going to decide, do I want to delete this, delegate it, or systemize it, really shrink my effort through systems. All right. So with that, hopefully the questions that I want you to keep in mind for this week is when it comes to your project model, how much traffic do you need to be reaching? New people do you need to be getting your content, getting your free offer in front of in order to support your sales goals? So that's going to require a little bit of math here. Then our second question is how much traffic are you currently getting already and where is that traffic coming from? More oftentimes than not, what you'll find is your best first focus for your attraction platform for hitting that number of people, that target of people that you need to get in front of every month is by doubling down on what's already working. Like where can I make that work harder for me? Low hanging fruit here. And then our third question, right? At the end of the day, it boils down to this what traffic platform, what attraction platform are you going to focus on for the next 90 days? All right. So with that, hopefully you're walking away with some clarity or like some numbers to crunch to get that clarity. If you want to join us in your content, your empire and get some help with building out these different platforms and building out your systems for it. Um, I would love to have you join us in the live round of your content, your empire. Early bird enrollment closes this Thursday, 
so September 14th, um, but you can join by, you can join until Sunday, um, September 17th. And I'd love to have you in there joining us to go through this work together over the next four weeks, but you also get lifetime access to the content. So if you want to take a bit more time or circle back every 90 days, you have that option and you can go and check that out over at yourcontentempire.com forward slash Y-C-Y-E, your content, your empire, Y-C-Y-E. So wrapping this up, if you have any questions, come and bring them over into the DMs. I love having these conversations. Thank you for joining me and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Content Coffee Break podcast. For show notes, links, and resources, head over to thecontentcoffeebreak.com. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, it would mean so much if you would take a quick moment to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you can catch the next episode right when it drops.